digital marketing, social media, video production. What businesses have to be prepared? All that you mentioned. <laughs> but actually, yeah, it's like a lot of hype now about the metaverse. It's all switched to digital, of course. But the tools are the same. Working with influencers, let's say. Okay, Yeah, because there are a lot of great products, but no one uses This is the first thing, because the team and people actually lead you to success. And the smarter people you have, the better for you. So, And also, if you have passion about it, because not a lot of people want to be entrepreneurs. And it's fine. It's true. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. But Absolutely. if you feel that it's your... Uh, you will succeed yeah I don't know for dinner or uh, to watch a movie uh, then you don't talk about work but yeah. even if you really want <laughs> <laughs> to hold yourself <laughs> uh, yeah and just wait a little yeah now if uh, people cannot find you on social media they will be uh, stressed Question. I think yeah yeah <laughs> should I trust you or not <laughs> you know? yeah. um, great feeling when you actually can see each other at some event it's like it's oh <laughs> You're real. Yeah, <laughs> now it started happening more often. Yeah, with this Web3, with the NFT week in New York or in Miami. Hi, this is She Did It Show and I'm your host, Daria Mutrova. Today, I'm so happy to present you our guest, Nadia Akunova. Nadia is entrepreneur and marketing expert. She's the founder of marketing agency K917. She was working with such brands as Nike, Puma, Samsung and many, many others. She established successful media partnerships with such magazines as Vogue, Glamour, Elle, GQ, and other top media outlets. Today, she is focused on web-free tech startups and she exploring new medias for self-expressions. I'm so happy to see, to see you today, Nadia, in our studio. <laughs> thank also, you so thank much. Thank you for inviting. Yeah, thank you. Actually, uh, I would love to speak with you today about your entrepreneurship journey, mm -hmm. about marketing strategies which could be useful to hear to small brand owners, solopreneurs, startups, tech mm -hmm. startups as well, and about your life in New York City. How, yeah. how you the most interesting part. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, okay. yeah. <laughs> so you starting with your background maybe and mm -hmm. then we jump more deep to sure. those questions mm -hmm. yeah yeah so yeah you've been born in the russian city of vladivostok mm -hmm. and yes. then as i know you moved to moscow mm -hmm. where you actually have been living quite a long time i was born in eastern part of russia yes yeah, like super far from moscow but then we moved and uh, i spent most of my adult life there i would say college yeah and beginning of uh, my career and uh, yeah just this like early stage uh, part of my life started there um tell a bit more about your education how did you start mm -hmm. to be interested in marketing why marketing mm -hmm. and maybe something about your first job mm -hmm. so i actually started public relations marketing and journalism because 
like back then it was very new profession and it was all mixed together you know and uh, I don't know why I decided actually because it felt like really something new and uh, different and uh, I just I got excited about uh, all the future I might get like working with uh, cool brands and what is good about marketing I think and uh, public relations as well that you can mm, join any industry basically because the tools are kind of the same and uh, you can switch industries if you like bored so uh, or you want to try something new and you can also work uh, in a company or in an agency you know and from like both sides so it was a lot of options and uh, yeah I decided to try it <laughs> yes never get boring because yeah. you have a chance to work with actually any industry and yeah. doing mm -hmm. practicing this marketing tools yeah, I think that's what excited me. So yeah, I studied um, in a university in Russia and then... What's the university? It's uh, People's Friendship University of Russia. It's an international one and I think the only one that is international in the country. Uh, that's why I also chose it, yeah. And it was kind of, you know, a start thinking to move to another country <laughs> okay yeah because yeah it was like a lot of people from all over the world it's actually mm -hmm. one of the yeah more diversified universities yeah, yeah. so you really can meet people from all over the world yeah you can't place. even imagine because i saw that it's just like a different amount groups of uh, countries represented but it's like really all of the world so that was it's very unique for us yeah it was yeah. fun yeah, yeah that's that was fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and after that um, you finished your yeah I graduated and I started working as a journalist for like a year um, also because I was just offered this job and it was not in a famous media outlet but not a well-known but it was more business oriented and uh, we talk about uh, HR human resources in like big corporations about economy and uh, things like that so and it's also helped me to um, kind of get the skills of networking I will say because I had to interview lots of people and ask them questions and be like really outgoing <laughs> yeah so out of the box mm -hmm. after university just to get the experience from people mm -hmm. around who have that but that time I because I've been talking to all the um, top like leaders uh, of the big companies like Ikea I don't know like Nike and then I decided that Working in corporation is not actually my thing. Really? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's a lot of pressure and it's also you like a person. I mean, I'm not trying to uh, say that uh, no one should work in corporations, but to me it felt like, oh, I will just have this like one specific uh, thing to do and uh, that's it. Versus with the entrepreneurship, you can try everything um, at once, <laughs> yeah. and uh, then like decide what you really like to do. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that's actually the beautiful part of entrepreneurship. This For is sure. what I love mm -hmm. about that. Yeah, mm -hmm. working worth working in corporate world. It's kind of you decide, uh, but yeah. it's also it depends. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> circumstances. Yeah, but we'll uh, speak about that later. Mm -hmm. About the, yeah, the mm -hmm. challenges because it's a big part of being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you after working for a year in journalism and you decided to pursue entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. Or you decided to go still to work at a small uh, business mm 
How was uh, that? Then uh, my yeah. friends, they started building a marketing agency and they kind of also invited me to join the team. And uh, for me, it was, yeah, it was just natural switch because they were my friends and uh, we work with the um, architectural uh, uh, bureaus and clients and uh, they still exist and uh, now they called Plant the Best and Katia Panola is the founder. Say hi. hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm really hi. actually grateful that uh, I had this experience because I learned a lot there. Yeah, I've been trying different uh, skills and different roles. So I worked as a PR manager, then uh, uh, social media, uh, then uh, stra marketing strategies, so it was like a lot, and the uh, the schedule was pretty flexible, I would say, because we also, I mean, we worked a lot, but we still, if you feel like okay, I need a break or I need to go uh, and have a vacation, uh, you can do that, yeah, because it's like a small group of people, and you're becoming friends really yeah. while working together. So I spent there like four years, I guess. Years. Yeah, most of the time, and then uh, and then I moved to the U.S. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll jump it's in. actually helped me as well because um, I could take my projects uh, and work in uh, any country. So basically, that supported me for a little bit. Yeah. So actually, after having such an amazing experience working with your friends mm -hmm. and such a beautiful city in Moscow why did you decide to go to New York what was mm -hmm. your agenda maybe or how did you feel about switching yeah that was not planned actually but I mm, after some time I just felt that uh, I want to live somewhere else and like meet new people and just have better and bigger work opportunities as well and uh, first I came to New York as a tourist and um, explored the city. Uh, as we all do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I found out that a lot of my friends actually moved and they like feel comfortable here. And that gave me like a huge support. And I felt like I'm not alone here at all. And um, mm, yeah, if they did it, I can do it as well. So I spent some time here and even found a job, but then eventually we, we didn't work together, but still it gave me lots of opportunities already. And then I moved back to Moscow uh, just to think about life. <laughs> and uh, then I made my decision, like strong decisions, and I want to move again uh, by myself. And So it was like a trial period. Yeah, it yeah, was a trial period. <laughs> yeah. And I, I felt uh, like I fit in and New York is... Uh, I don't know why, but it started feeling like home just like uh, right away. Right away, yeah. So, New York is an amazing city, and actually, you mentioned that uh, you made this strong decision and you found the mm -hmm. job here, but mm -hmm. you decided to go your own different way with your career. Yeah, because it's again, it's about uh, like working for someone or wor working for yourself, and I used to work for myself. And uh, just to commit with some company to me felt like a little stressful because I really felt uh, that I'm going to be dependent on like one a job and um, a team. And I don't know <laughs> if something will go wrong. I don't know. I got to find a new one. So it was a lot of a hustle. And that's why I decided 
okay, I'm just then going to open my own agency okay. <laughs> and uh, work for myself. And uh, yeah, actually, when I came back to Moscow, uh, me and my friend Natasha Gladish, Natasha, hello, <laughs> my love. <laughs> yeah, we decided to uh, build our own company, a digital media agency, K917, uh, in Moscow. So while I was there, thinking about my like life choices, we built a company. We mostly worked as a digital media agency and helped our clients with digital marketing, social media, video production, What photos. year was that? Yeah. It was 2017-2018. So it actually was a big boom of social media. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's why we were like, okay, that's easy, we're gonna do that. And we loved it as well. Uh, so we just liked the creative process, work with photographers and creative types. And uh, that was the first, I think, experience. Uh, of uh, opening your company. Yeah, and then mm, when I moved to New York, uh, we decided that we're gonna also establish a company here and we'll so work. So like represent Yeah, yeah, and we'll work this on this market as yeah. well. Brands have been partnered in this agency uh, is like very well known as Puma, Nike, Samsung. But we actually like collaborated with them. It's not it that like, like we worked marketing. Yeah, directly, but for our clients, we, yeah, we had these collaborations and did a uh, few like mutual projects together. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, did you experience any challenge in working in Russia, being an entrepreneur in Russia, <laughs> that period mm -hmm. of time. But I would constant. say that we didn't have uh, like a huge business. Uh, maybe that's why it was a little helpful. Um, but just um, being a woman and an entrepreneur, yeah, it's not easy in Russia, I would say, because most of the um, like top positions in the company is uh, male and they yeah they treat you like a girl who i don't know why but decided to work with them and compete with them <laughs> so yeah it was a, a little pressure but not too much but i also i just stayed there for like a year and i moved because i felt like that here it's uh it's better culture and um, people more open Th they just treat you like a normal mm, person <laughs> Yeah, so right now you told mentioned that you are focusing on web free tech startups mm -hmm. and you're working in marketing actually what type of marketing mm -hmm. are you focused on building the strategies for those startups? Mm -hmm. I would say it's mostly tech startups, but Web3, yeah, now it's like uh, very popular and uh, that's why it's a lot of demand on the market. So, and I'm working with uh, Web3 projects as well. It's in mostly metaverse uh, projects and because uh, for me, the space, it's, uh, I understand it more uh, rather than, I don't know, art, NFT or even crypto. Um, and uh, also it's uh, social networks uh, like dating apps and gamified dating apps. Um, so it also could be a Web3 and it can switch to Web3 easily. Uh, but just generally tech startups that um, like bring something to the world, let's say. Mm -hmm. That's like robot delivery or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> things like that. Oh my gosh, when I'm thinking about marketing, just generally, mm -hmm. this is such a 
huge diverse discipline it's gigantic and there are mm -hmm. so many things there like social media marketing lead generation customer support like crm and it's all like marketing mm -hmm. thinking about that what is your strong side what are you most focused on mm -hmm. working on the marketing brand strategies for web no, mm -hmm. for tech startups right so now. So for now, I work with uh, early stage startups and um, middle stage, I would say. Mm, and they, they have a product and they just build it or they build an app and then they don't know what to do with it. <laughs> and right, very good on the tech side. Yeah, how to gain clients, how to um, mm, also find users and attract users. And that's where I am helping with. And it's mostly like, strategy marketing strategy in general but with the startups it's hard to say because um i mean it's just a this environment is very broad and fluid i would say and everything is changing all the time so you've got to adapt um, and uh just experiment a lot this is see. actually the pros and cons working with startups, right? Mm, and yeah. Because yeah, mm -hmm. you cannot just like stick with one strategy and like for half a year, because like every two months you're kind of trying a new tool uh, to see if it like will be successful or not. And uh, yeah, and actually, and most of them, they don't have like a lot of budget in the beginning and investments. So uh, we are doing it like we're hustling, <laughs> I we're would hustling. say. <laughs> Yeah, based on your experience, well, what type of strategies uh, small business owners should try working on with a small budget, not mm -hmm. breaking out their budget? Yeah, I would say uh, collaborations and cross-marketing and partnership with uh, bigger companies and bigger brands, but in the same field, or it might be even different field, but somehow your audience cross and you, can uh, the startup or your business can give something to that company uh, like uh, let's say extra value or extra service collaborations and partnership with bigger brands is what can give you uh, the audience the traffic and uh, just bring your company to the next, next level. level yeah mm -hmm. but you also it's like a win-win partnership and you provide something to that company as well. For example, what could you provide as a small business to mm -hmm. a big company? I actually, I have my own experience when I was working on my beauty box, we had a mm -hmm. partnerships with such huge companies as PayPal, Yandex. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what we brought there, we gave a gift, extra, extra gift, extra mm -hmm. discount to their customers. Mm -hmm. So for example, special offer for all PayPal like users, or Yandex or whatever. Yeah, this so type you of could things. Bring this or type in of terms things. of the product, let's say you build a product. So I'm working with this travel startup now, and they build this platform to where you can book uh, entertainment around, uh, like in any location. And in New York City? In New York City, yeah, in like, I don't know, uh, Italy, Europe, whatever, yeah, across the US as well. And we started collaborating with the hotels because we saw that, oh, it's gonna be good for him. Because the product itself was not for like, just a specific industry, but we just offered, okay, we can just, I don't know, mention your hotel and put it on a map and uh, your guests will see what is happening around without you asking them all the time, like, hey, what should I do in the city? 
and they liked it and that's how it worked and it's like free for them and it's good for the startup because they they have uh, clients through these hotels and the hotels just like provide this extra service with the entertainment and booking and they also like receive some commission <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. so it's like commission based or percentage so yeah. you can Mm -hmm. place your product somewhere in a bigger platform and to yeah. offer to this platform mm -hmm. some percentage from sales and from yeah yeah just like think of what can you bring to your partner and uh, uh, and offer it I think I mean collaborations and partnership is uh, uh, it's good in life and important in life and a personal life as well That's and in business yeah. and for me it's uh, it's really working in a with any uh, company yeah yeah it's like speaking about entrepreneurship mindset mm -hmm. so you always think what you can bring to this world what <laughs> you can bring to these people how you can improve their life and the same way you could treat your clients you're working with and your partners it's it's like you always mm -hmm. have to think about that what will no, be i wish i think about <laughs> that but <laughs> it's not on my like top uh, thoughts but i just like working with this type of uh people who are actually like building new products and trying to change the world and uh, or bring something valuable and uh, to me it's uh, we cross with our values here and uh, and I'm learning a lot all the time from these people from like any new client and in industry I'm digging in and uh, like yeah, speak about like how there are so many brands who are seeking for good marketing yeah. and mm -hmm. how do you choose those brands you mm -hmm. want to work with do you have like specific criteria is it like you mentioned that it's values so you feel mm -hmm. like it's important but I think it's mostly like uh, an interesting project and it's like the team if the people are cool it's if they important. create like and build great interesting projects like now I am working with speaking of web3 I'm working with this um, company uh, they're from Berlin and they um, they build this like tool kit for other companies and they anyone can build their own metaverse let's say and they collaborate with uh, wow. such institutions as museums and cultural spaces and they they build like digital spaces for them so th that's kind of cool and um, basically it's an interesting mm, like products uh, great team uh, yeah, and a good budget, of course. <laughs> Just like three, top three, yeah. how I decide to work with someone or not. Yeah, and, um, that's very much yeah. like it. What mm -hmm. else rating it? Yeah, but I mean, it, it depends on your yeah also values. Maybe for someone, uh, just like money doesn't matter or something. Like, uh, actually, you just mentioned that you mm, working with this pl uh, platform, uh, this brand who creates platforms for metaverses mm -hmm. uh, to create your own metaverse to yeah. create mm -hmm. your own metaverse actually we've been thinking about uh, our project orchard gallery to build oh, something great. yeah mm -hmm. like that what which brands should consider creating the metaverses mm -hmm. look like some like hubs where people sell products like digital fashion for example mm -hmm. collectors of different yeah. stuff they should create like galleries what businesses have to be prepared all that you mentioned <laughs> but actually yeah it's like a lot of hype now about the metaverse and 
I know that some f even like food companies they open their um, food companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No there are like <laughs> shops in the metaverse, but like, why would you go? I and would eat? love to eat virtually <laughs> and just to yeah, yeah with a group of friends. <laughs> I mean, it's just for fun, I guess. Because to me, yeah. uh, mm, if you have such like spaces, physical spaces like your gallery, let's yeah. say, uh, or you just want to mm, entertain maybe your community. Um, and your audience that you're working with, that would be a great thing. Just to have your digital space and to meet there with people, to hang and... <laughs> to hang in the mm -hmm. virtual world. In the virtual world and not like only hang, but just like uh, do uh, virtual events there. So I think for me, now it's working mostly for the uh, virtual events. Okay, um, mm -hmm. for... Maybe some exhibitions, yeah, like digital exhibitions. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, if you host lots of, uh, if you have a lot of communication with like a uh, community, that's also great because you can gather people in this like one digital space and um, yeah, they will become your adopters mm -hmm, of your brand. Yeah, so and actually working on this type of projects as a marketing expert, which are those tools you are using other are different from those tools you use working with physical products mm. or with some mm -hmm. physical services which are existing mm -hmm. in our world in the real world mm -hmm. is that a big difference from the marketing perspective for you as an expert now it's all switched to digital of course and um but the tools are the same so it's the same mm. like working with influencers let's say okay influencers influencers yeah in your field and um but uh, media presence yeah. um like uh, also like you and your company should be mentioned in uh, media outlets i think it's good for brand like all the time for all brands mm -hmm. and um yeah podcasts interviews conferences whatever but it's like we're talking now more about personal brand yeah with the marketing tools the influencers as i said collaborations b2b is always working um b2b like cross mm -hmm. marketing Cr right? cross yeah. marketing yeah so. and um I don't know, even email marketing. <laughs> Speaking of low budget, <laughs> it's yeah, email marketing, even like cold outreach is still working and uh, you even can, I don't know, get investments from it. Mm -hmm. No, just sending like um, old fashioned emails. Uh, yeah, old fashioned way. I, what I feel you need to explain to users on their l language why they need this tool, why they need this digital product the with pro in a mm -hmm. very simple way and this is one of the most important roles of marketing yeah, and communications yeah because there are a lot of great products but no one use it no one understand it and maybe uh, it's a really great thing it actually really depends on the product first because mm -hmm. if you build an app and uh, it's not working well Mm, or you haven't thought in the beginning like for whom you're building this and if it's even like a market and you can find your product market fit that might be a problem mm -hmm. yeah because like you i had such products and uh, we in a year switched to like a three different 
um, type of audience, uh, you know, because like, okay, now we're like working for these guys and then for these guys. <laughs> yeah, but eventually they found their way. Um, okay, this is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Like a yeah, couple yeah, yeah. months, you can try. You, you just spend uh, budget. <laughs> yeah, depends. <laughs> yeah, uh, experimenting if you can um, afford it, of course. But I but of course, we uh, yeah, we're trying to uh, work effectively without like spending money uh, on useless things and um, mm -hmm. actually I was recently I was speaking with PR managers mm -hmm. in a previous interviews and we talk about with Maria Carr and uh, with Paulina a little bit about uh, values mm -hmm. should brands communicate their values or just the good quality product is enough today or should they communicate something if we speak about diversity uh, like current yeah. politics even mm -hmm. like in fashion we like everywhere it's actually i'm feeling that brands have to stand the top of the latest news what's going on in the world what mm -hmm. their customers have to um evaluate appreciate what their customers appreciate mm -hmm. what they talk about for example if you speak about dating app yeah you, like you're working on mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure this communicates some values as well of yeah of course now any brand any product should has a face i would say so the customers and can um relate to this uh, product you should be like involved in any level uh now i'm not sure about like politics and uh, lots of brands try, trying politics to is very that, maybe trying to stay away of it. yeah but sure. Uh, about uh, like body image, about uh, body positivity, yeah, about uh, gender, uh, age, and uh, yeah, they mm, should make like statements and what they do basically. Uh, so to kind of uh, get a good reputation, because. Actually, uh, I just recently checked the dating app you're working yeah. on, like the <laughs> website, how they do that. Uh -huh. And there are founders and people who work on the projects are presented. Mm -hmm. And they have the age, not the real age, but mm -hmm. the age in their head, how you call it? Mental that? age. Mental yeah, age. Yeah, yeah. It was so interesting. <laughs> I was like, wow, yes. Yeah. And I saw you there in the team uh, and yeah. I'm like, okay, that's I don't that's know what my age there, but like not far from my real age. <laughs> so yeah, uh, let's say like this dating app, uh, they, there are values and what they are bringing as uh, there are no labels. Um, and we should not put labels on people, you know, like, uh, and put them in a box. S that's why they build this product where you, users, they don't have like, and they don't mention their age, their gender. Mm. It's only like you take a quiz wow. and you get your personality and then you match within this personalities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's also like a group chat with friends. So it's like go beyond uh, just dating. And mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's pretty strong messages like this. Yeah, uh, yeah. like versus traditional. But it's like more for the Gen Z. Gen uh, Z. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. I'm like learning a lot. <laughs> just not in the dating game. Well, you should join. <laughs> Maybe we'll find some friends. I'm like, <laughs> it's too late for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, actually, um, uh, jumping to uh, being an entrepreneur mm -hmm. from marketing to entrepreneurship, how do you feel 
being entrepreneur, female entrepreneur in the U.S. Mm -hmm. some genders, <laughs> but mm -hmm. uh, is that difference from being entrepreneur in Russia? Maybe there are. I'm like, I'm feeling it's a different environment mm -hmm. here. Definitely. No, definitely. Yeah, but I mean, I moved from Russia like four years ago. So uh, I don't quite remember <laughs> how was that. Uh, and I been an entrepreneur there just for like a year. And here I feel I feel great, actually. I don't feel any tension, any pressure on me or something. I never had any uh, situations where I was, I don't know, treated differently. That's good, yeah, because you work in uh, tech startups. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's probably mostly. But now it's a lot of, uh, I mean, it's diverse. And now it's a lot of women, of course. And actually, I am, I like collaborating with this, uh, like, women empowerment movements. And uh, these girls, they they called uh, women in tech. Actually, they have, like, a huge community. And they support each other. Or crypto witches, and uh, this so is, is like, this like community. It's a community. Wow, yeah, crypto witch. Like <laughs> crypto witch. Yeah, where you can uh, learn about crypto and investments. Yeah, and it's like female founders and like the female community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, love it. They have a cool design. Yeah, so that's why I joined actually. <laughs> that's great. Is it how you can find it? It's website or it's they, they media? have a website. Okay. Yeah, they have so uh, just like maybe really give some cool, uh, yeah newsletter and uh, in Instagram of course. Yeah, Instagram. social media. Mm -hmm. uh, how? What is the role of Instagram in building uh, social networks like that? Mm -hmm. Do you find that still a good tool? I'm feeling like when mm -hmm. I'm working on the brand, of course, mm -hmm. it's content creation. And the second huge part is building the community, engaging yeah. with people. And right now I'm feeling that social media is changing to this direction. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is a lot of tools promoting your content, mm -hmm. like reels, obviously, like videos, yeah, right? They but like uh, a, new, a new tool pop up uh, every week, I <laughs> guess. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Um, yeah, Instagram is now, I feel like, not the best platform. I mean, it's still a major platform and it still invests a lot of uh, budget uh, for the influencer campaigns. And uh, like speaking just not only about brands, but the creative uh, people who want to earn money and make money on their um, content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Instagram is still a platform, but I know that their algorithms, they work really bad. I mean, it's it really depends on how many um, followers yeah. you have. So like creating content is not your first uh, thing, right? Uh, you got to think about, OK, how, how I grow my audience. And now it's like super hard. It's also like about uh, ads or collaborating with bigger brands or platforms. And also it's like a payment, but usually payment offers. Um, not all the brands need maybe social media or mm. do you feel like they have to diversify their streams? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to have just like to be represented on social media probably because yeah, now if uh, people cannot find you on social media, they will be uh, stressed, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should I trust you or not? <laughs> you <know? Yeah>. um, <laughs> even your personal, yeah, personal accounts. But with brands, yeah, but maybe for some of them, it's not necessarily to be very active, you know, and like post a lot if, I don't know, if, mm, we're talking about 
I don't know, some constructions or things like that. But even such companies can be, um, can highlight their like life in a really funny and good way. So it depends, or like memes, you know? A lot of companies now just like have this Instagram accounts and they post memes um, mm -hmm. based on their industry, like this like Freeze magazine. It's uh, an art mm, show and an art magazine. So, and they mostly post memes on uh, galleries, on artists, and it's fun. <laughs> yeah, everyone wants to repost them and just mm -hmm. have some fun. Mm -hmm. yeah, and that's how you have an it's engagement. Great, in great tool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. So memes became like the way how we communicate now and express our feelings, emotions, and even like reflect on news. So yeah, actually, I recently saw a very cool memes on Balenciaga fashion show. <laughs> I think you saw like how <laughs> girls have been entering the room in a big gowns. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then like so many funny stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, like some social media. Uh, like some brands getting very creative around creating memes and uh, like making fun of themselves as well to yeah. have like this mm -hmm. sense of humor sometimes mm -hmm. also it's mm -hmm. so yeah humor is a great tool yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's cool if you're not too serious yeah that's true we talked about entrepreneurship yeah and uh, yeah my way i feel um uh yeah, I feel like good being a female <laughs> entrepreneur yeah, here we, in the we US. Yeah, we started about entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, mm, also it's just such a journey, you know, and uh, you can work, first of all, you can choose who you want to work with uh, in terms of clients or like team members. And uh, I also, I mostly work with friends or people I know and people I trust. Um, and uh, it doesn't feel like work, I would say, uh, in this case. Of course, we have like uh, deadlines, uh, also lots of stress, but these things it make life a little easier and workflow easier. Um, how do you manage the healthy boundaries? Uh, mm -hmm. How you create those maybe boundaries? Because I'm feeling working with friends, it's an amazing thing because mm -hmm. you're just quickly communicating, like you understand each other mm -hmm. and uh, from the honest side, I'm thinking it's so sometimes can be so mixed because um, yeah. I don't know, like being um, like entrepreneur, right? Sometimes you, you use like social media, for example, and you can mix like business and personal and this and that. Sometimes like you think that you need to create this boundary or you could uh, have your phone, right? And all these notifications. Mm -hmm. coming about work about your personal life maybe even from the same person can go and mm -hmm. how do you feel about that do you manage how do you mm -hmm. or maybe like working uh, at home right now mm -hmm. you don't have this boundary between mm -hmm. your work and uh, your but personal. I suggest not to work at home <laughs> 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 just to uh, like get an office <laughs> or uh, I work uh, from like co-working spaces mostly yeah but with friends i think it just like hmm, it's it could be risky yeah because you can ruin not only your business relationship but even like friendship which is um to someone even more important and um but i feel like in the beginning you already feel who you can work with and um with whom not yeah because uh you kind of need to not only be friends but also have the same kind of like not personalities but the same structure of work and mm -hmm. 
let's say with the, our agency, um, my co-founder Natasha Gladys, she was uh, more of a business side and like clients, and she was good at that. And I, uh, I was also like, uh, I was finding clients for us, but. Uh, for me, it was more interesting also to build a team and like a good climate in our um, in our company. So, and we were like a parents, you know. So when I'm tired, she can handle like some things. When, when I she was tired, I took over her stuff. But um, the boundaries, I would say, it's hard actually to. It is hard. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if it's possible. It just depends on your personal uh and on your personality yeah because we like sometimes had these fights in our like chat and then oh yeah let's and by the way let's grab grab, grab let's coffee grab you know? drink. <laughs> or drink later She's like, yeah 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 <laughs> but the good thing is to maybe yeah. have this like limit uh, to limit your time and uh, not w talk about work uh in the evening let's say or if you like going work to set up work hours yeah, yeah, yeah. after 8 p.m we don't speak about sort of or if you go somewhere like to i don't know for dinner or uh, to watch a movie uh, then you don't talk about work but yeah. even if you really want <laughs> to <laughs> hold yourself <laughs> uh, yeah and just wait a little and uh, yeah i think i think that's good but it should be in the beginning already, so yeah. Mm -hmm. But I was lucky, and all, all people I've been working, they're they just great. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so awesome. I don't know how it's happened, <laughs> but I'm grateful. How do you feel? You've been working also with uh, so many startups and speaking about the mindset. Like, mm -hmm. there are nine of ten startups fail, yeah. True. and there is a bright side. 10 startups out of <laughs> 100 <laughs> they win and uh, what do you feel about um, which mistakes founders have to avoid mm -hmm. how they should build their mm -hmm. business maybe they have to be super positive about things they have to yeah. uh, no first of all it's yeah a side of a great like developers team and uh, product or app or platform uh the first thing is to build a good team yeah it, uh, and not just like rely on yourself because uh, a lot of people uh, founders they yeah just work uh alone <laughs> or not alone yeah but they don't they can build it like a really good team and to mm, delegate delegate yeah and to leave the control you know to can we say that leave yeah. the control yeah Mm -hmm. Okay, not to be a control freak and not to control, control everything. Not to be <laughs> control freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the first thing because the team and people actually lead you to success. And uh, the smarter people you have, the better for you. So uh, this is number one. Also, a lot of stuff like in marketing, yeah, they fail because um, um, it's hard uh, to find the right way to present your product to the audience to get your users and uh, it might take really years yeah like four years five years and and then boom you can yeah you can win but uh and investments of course but it depends on a ceo or founder yeah so his main goal and job is just to find more money so uh people 
we'll continue working and uh, building the product and developing the product and uh, also uh, expanding their budgets into marketing. Mm -hmm. I think that's, yeah, just probably that's it. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. it. Yeah. What will be, what would you recommend people who are thinking to start their own business and have so many fears or mm -hmm. they have this passion project they are super excited about, but they're like, eh, uh -huh. I have my stable job. Maybe I should not <laughs> do it right now. Like how to overcome this fear to change for the best mm -hmm. something. Well, I would say just start. Just <laughs> start. <laughs> yeah, because uh, just start and don't uh, try to make it like perfect, perfect, or like wait for perfect conditions and uh, situation in the world. Or yeah, but of course, um, I would say if you are working in a corporate business and you can just like quit and say, okay, I'm gonna work. Many people do that, but uh, that's also a failure. Sometimes it might be a failure. So you have your budget and uh, you gotta uh, you gotta be wise with that. But yeah, just starting and maybe thinking that it depends on ambitious, right? Because with our business, we just wanted actually to be independent, to have this like flexibility in life, to go to different countries and even work from there but it kind of feels still you are on a vacation but you're still working but it's your choice yeah and to work with um, products that we like and uh, just have fun actually that was our goals we didn't have like great ambitions like to change the world or grow this agency uh, on like a huge level uh, so maybe if you think of it like something not that like huge it feels a little better and uh, you can just start with uh, smaller things and then uh, it will eventually grow and grow and also if you have passion about it because not a lot of people want to be entrepreneurs and it's fine it's true yeah, yeah. it's fine but Absolutely. if you feel that it's yours uh, you will be uh, you will succeed yeah because I started also I was a freelance I was freelancing uh, for a few years uh, before and that's how I managed to uh, work with different uh, companies at the same time and uh, yeah and then I just like felt okay I need help here and who can help me people okay <laughs> so I found people and said oh now it's uh, actually a company already <laughs> yeah. but yeah how so. do you feel the difference working for the company mm -hmm having your own company mm -hmm. but I never actually worked for someone just maybe that uh, marketing agency for years yeah, yeah, yeah. new mm, it like felt it feels much better of course because you feel like okay I am the boss <laughs> here in a good way okay. and uh, final decisions are um, on your side so and uh, it's just like such a great process where you can learn a lot, even of like from your mistakes. And um, mm, yeah, I feel, but sometimes of course you feel, okay, maybe there <laughs> on that side is better because it's like better or interest more interesting people or uh, more professionals, you know, but that was my sauce because I've been thinking should I maybe join some company and work for them for a few years but now I feel like I actually learned more just working uh, for myself yeah because you're trying such uh, like a 
very wide. like w yeah wide field and a lot of things um, and then you just understand what you really like to do and when you don't like to do and what you don't like to do you just delegate to other people and it's also a great thing when you help people to grow and to teach them and uh, when you can see it the growth you like it's really it's a good feeling yeah yeah when you can see from when the brand went from a to b yeah and or you see it's yeah. your work and the startups and when they like succeed like oh i am a part of this as well so yeah and you feel like really part of that mm -hmm. impor important mm -hmm. part yeah mm -hmm. yes and new york city like it's an amazing place to be to find so yeah. many brands. <laughs> Are you happy about your life here in New York? Yeah, I am. I am very happy and I still love New York. I have this like two <laughs> years of um, uh, New York, I would say like normal when it was normal and then two years of the pandemic you, you just had like really <laughs> short yeah I just started <laughs> having fun and then it was a pandemic <laughs> happened so um yeah but it actually helped me also a lot to kind of ground it and uh mm, to yeah like calm down a little bit uh because new york has so much to offer and it's sometimes hard to um hard to refuse you know or hard to i wouldn't say like hard to stop but yeah it's like you want to try a lot of things go to different events meet with a lot of people and it could be destructive and if then you have fomo <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it could be Sometimes. distractive if you're building your business. You're like, uh, where I can get all this time? Yeah, how you have to manage your mm -hmm. time to be everywhere you need to be. <laughs> yeah, but New York is great in terms of people, and you can meet. Uh, I wouldn't meet all these uh, uh, clients if I would not be here. If yeah. I'm not here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do Do you go like uh, often to different? Um, professional events like networking mm. before yes but after the pandemic not really yeah but i uh, now it's also digital yeah, and we just like a call uh, each other and yeah i met a lot of people online mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's great feeling when you actually can see each other at some event it's like it's oh <laughs> you're real yeah <laughs> now it started happening more often yeah with this web 3 with the nft week in new york or in Miami. Mm -hmm. Yeah, NFT Week in New York was actually, it's like New York Fashion Week in the yeah. future in New York. But Fashion Week has more style. <laughs> more sti but still, it's like such a giga like gigantic yeah. event. Everyone, the New yeah. York is, mm -hmm. is like buzzing. Yeah, you can get lost actually there. And uh, also like 90% of that mm, products or startups will disappear soon. So <laughs> I was mostly focused on digital fashion because, uh, yeah, and the metaverse uh, section. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> digital fashion is uh, the new thing, that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I'm sometimes feeling that how you find your community which will support you. You mentioned a mm -hmm. couple communities for women in the tech women in and tech sometimes yeah. like maybe some communities women in business entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs there are a lot yeah i'm not really a part of it but i follow lots of uh, such communities on instagram actually because they have this like motivational quotes that sometimes give me stress yeah uh, yeah <laughs> or just like interesting facts or uh, statistics yeah that could be helpful maybe listen to podcasts Mm, I usually listen um, 
just a regular podcast. Like, I mean, I have 99% Invisible, but it's about everything, I guess. It's not like uh, very professional oriented, but different topics. Or uh, for the entrepreneurs, oh, actually it's pretty old, but it's still cool. It's called How I Build This. Uh, with Guy Ross. Actually, I second mm -hmm. time hear about that. I put it to my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, he's been interviewing lots of entrepreneurs, uh, yeah, how they started the business, what were the difficulties, challenges. Yeah. I uh, should follow. Yeah, yeah. That's really mm -hmm. cool. And uh, they have these brands as Airbnb. Um, that's probably <laughs> uh, Instagram, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all, all of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so uh, that will be your favorite podcast you go to. No, that I would recommend. I the would say, yeah. Mind, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mostly, I am when I listen to podcasts, I am trying to listen something not um, connected with my work and related, because just to have different perspective or get knowledge on, like I don't know, social studies and things like that. Uh, yeah, because I feel like a break, not a break, but just like a rest is a good part of work and you got to do something aside of your work. This is could, yeah, could be also my advice to entrepreneurs. Don't just like stuck in your um, company or like what you're building because you sometimes need to get out of it and kind of see from from a distance. Yeah, it's just to get out from your company, and it's actually coming back to, yeah, to building boundaries mm -hmm. from your business from your sometimes. From your business. From your business, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it's important. And to sometimes I feel like I can work like 50 hours a week, and then mm -hmm. I am so overwhelmed, burnt yeah. out, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is something what's uh, really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like build boundaries uh, from... <laughs> your business <laughs> with your business and uh, uh, try to um, try to have this like balance in life and uh, I think it will bring you to the next level or give you more success in life yeah that's true mm -hmm. what based on your experience working with so many brands in marketing if someone would love to build the same mm -hmm. careers you did as a marketing expert, as mm -hmm. an entrepreneur, what would you recommend? Maybe some to-go tips. Mm -hmm. uh, I think like for what helped me was in networking. Yeah, because I met a lot of people and uh, in the professional events and not only in professional events. And through these people, I got uh, some like jobs and some projects and uh, some of them became my team members. So that is important to be in marketing and uh, public relation yeah because you need to be social social yeah. yes yeah, so social also um uh your personal brand is important and like um participating in such an amazing shows as yours Thank it's important you. yeah or just like uh, writing articles for the media outlets on your topic it also can give you some uh, fame, I would say, in the level industry. Up. And level up, yeah. And a lot of people reached me through my articles and, uh, yeah, because they, like, read something or heard something about me. And uh, so, yeah, working on your personal brand is important. On social media as well, but I'm not very, actually, 
um, thinking about it, like putting a lot of attention to it. <laughs> but yeah, media present and social and networking life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's great. What is your definition of success? Oh, wow. Success. <laughs> My definition of success probably uh, do what you love and love what you do. <laughs> because if you have, if you feel passionate and if you mm, have this like energy after working crazy hours even, uh, that's a great feeling. And um, that's to me uh, means a success that I'm like on my uh, on the right way, you know, and uh, um, yeah. <laughs> Having maybe a passion project itself. A passion so. project itself, yeah, but I mean, if you're just passionate about what you do and the industry, then you will work better, then you will succeed faster, and then you also can work a lot uh, without like burnouts, yeah. But don't forget about like yeah. uh, vacations. <laughs> it's summer. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree with you. Um, something you're excited to work in the future. Something mm -hmm. that inspires you. Mm -hmm. right now I actually but it's far away from tech and far mm -hmm. away from startups but it still like uh, was a part of marketing uh, that I really liked in our uh, company it's a video production and uh, it's a storytelling through through videos so I think yeah that's what I will do on a side but just as my personal project and more to kind of express my creative side because sometimes I miss it in my daily job Mm -hmm. yes. And uh, yeah, I feel I got this calling and now I am. Yeah, actually, I it. just saw recently your camera, <laughs> yeah. which you go to. And mm -hmm. it's amazing. So you do type of interviews, stories about yeah. people. Mm -hmm. It's I don't know how it's called. Yeah, because uh, I haven't been studied uh, filmmaking, but it's interviews, documentaries and kind of storytelling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I find just an interesting character and start talking to him or her. Documentaries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, storytelling, let's start with that. And also some lifestyle mm, uh, lifestyle videos for maybe fashion as well. Mm -hmm. For fashion brands, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I wish you a lot of success. And you already <laughs> achieved so many beautiful things. And oh. I'm sure with your passion project that also will go amazing. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks a lot. And I also wish you more uh, interesting guests and Thank more you. to come. And uh, so we hear more about female entrepreneurship or just like an interesting uh, women in this world. Find you if they want to collaborate with you or work with you. Oh, what they can find me on uh, Instagram. Uh, you can mention it. Okay, if you can. Yeah, yeah what else? My, I don't know, email, <laughs> telegram, mm -hmm. any messengers. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you too. Yeah. yeah, and thank you so much for watching. We are excited to share more stories in our next shows. Mm -hmm. And yeah, have a great day. Uh, sign up and follow us on YouTube. Yeah, find the contacts of the guests and follow us on Instagram. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>